0: Previously, on Queen Charlotte, we met our brand new cast of characters, and Charlotte and King George got married. Now, even though they're perfect strangers, it seemed like they got along well until the very end of the episode when George became very distant and angry with Charlotte. Now, how does that play into this week? Let's find out on the Lords of Grantham podcast. There's a star man waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us. But he thinks he'd blow our minds There's a star man waiting in the sky He's told us not to blow it Cause he knows it's all worth what he told me Let the children use and it And we are back once again To the prequel world of Bridgerton and Queen Charlotte Corey, what's going on? Not
1: too much. How about you, Dave?
0: Gotta say the same Um I just had some relatives from Finland in town and I know mm. uh, good timing I guess because Finland made it to the finals of Eurovision this year so oh, yeah quite a little bit to talk about with them and I didn't feel so out of touch mostly thanks to our some of our patreon patrons especially Estelle who's a big mm-hmm. Eurovision nut kind of kept me abreast as to what was going on in the the world of Eurovision so to all my Eurovision friends and fans and Fellow Finns, we almost made it. Apparently, we're the the sort of a uh, fan favorite. But so, wait a
1: second, Dave, uh, did you actually listen to any of the songs from Eurovision?
0: I listened to the Cha 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 one from okay. Finland.
1: Th- that one was blowing up all over my feed on Twitter. So it, yeah, just just making sure you actually you know did your due diligence there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, did. I, I mean, I didn't listen to. I think I listened to snippets of other ones, but. Okay. I only I only care about you know, it's like watching your team. Mm-hmm. I'm also not a big into Eurovision. It was just a happenstance that I had relatives from Finland visit right after this happened. So Yeah. All
1: right. Well, in terms of stuff going outside on outside of Bridgerton, nothing is really going on with the Crown or uh Poldark or Down Abbey with any of those actors that's worth really much of note but one of the big stories is queen charlotte itself is blowing up it's on pace to be one of the biggest shows of all time on netflix of all, uh, time. Of wow. all time of all time since it debuted on may 4th it has already amassed over 307 million hours viewed uh and it only needs to pass sur- uh, surpass inventing anna's 511 million hours viewed uh, inventing so,
0: anna is that the, that's the isn't that a documentary
1: no 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 that was a uh, that was a drama on there, based on a true story of uh, some kind of uh, faker woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imitated her way into the Based on a true story, yeah. One. Yeah, yeah. Did not watch that one, but Queen Charlotte is making a huge impression, uh, and it, it, could, it could go deep on the charts. The only thing is that it's six episodes, which actually makes it all the more incredible. It means that people are either just watching and eating it up, or they're re-watching it over and over. Either way, though, it is... It looks like it could suppress uh, the se- second season uh, of Bridgerton if it keeps up its current pace. Um, well,
0: that's not a huge shock. That it
1: <laughs> yeah, because it did fall off a little bit in terms of popularity uh, last year. Uh, but we'll, we'll see. I, I I haven't encountered too many people talking about it. My, my mom has watched, started watching the show, though. Uh-huh. And I was going to watch uh, some of uh, the uh, Queen Charlotte on the train ride home yesterday. Uh just to, you know in terms of timing I thought it would work out but my mom advised that it's not a show to watch in public because of how hot and steamy it could get on the show
0: <laughs> w- this is a I mean before we even get it too deep into it this is, I did forget about that a little bit I knew it was coming mm-hmm. but I forgot it like that
1: I, but yeah shout out to my mom for protecting me from people thinking I'm some kind of pervert watching Porn on my phone in public? <laughs> no, it's just Queen Charlotte, and I did not watch Queen <laughs> Ch- Queen Charlotte in public. You just gotta
0: like hide it <laughs> yeah. over your head.
1: Just turn the, the the screen brightness down to the lowest level. <laughs>
0: well, let's but jump it, into it then. If there's no news, yeah.
1: yeah. And so the name of this episode, it is Honeymoon Bliss. Dave, would you describe this episode as, as having honeymoon bliss?
0: Not in the slightest.
1: I think there's maybe a bit of an afternoon delight, but that's as far as I'll go with that.
0: Well, I think it might be an evening delight. but Okay.
1: Yeah. That's fair, too. And, again, a lot of this episode, similar to the previous episode, is filled with montages. It, it takes uh-huh. up a good portion of the time. I mean, the first three or four minutes of this episode is us seeing Charlotte getting up, prepared for the day, the corset and all, and... She has nothing much to do. She goes and sits down and eats, eats, doesn't do anything after that, doesn't have anyone to see. Mm-hmm. Repeat throughout the day, and yeah, uh, she she uh, complains uh, to her uh, her servant. Uh, what's his name? Tensley. Brimsley. Brimsley, <laughs> nailing it, Brimsley. Uh, so yeah, she's like, "Can I see one? Can I do anything?" He's like, "No, this is your honeymoon. Don't you understand?" <laughs> you're supposed to be enjoying mm-hmm. this. Uh, but she's making very good points that, how am I supposed to enjoy this when I'm alone doing nothing?
0: And then Brimsley, Brimsley's like, you can't have, you know, uh, one of the things that Queen Charlotte wants to do is have her her ladies over, mm-hmm. her little posse. Yeah, He says, you can't do that. And she says, well, what can I do? And he says, well, you can't do that. Mm -hmm. but you can do it this way. So we see that he's starting to advocate for her interests, which is the first time we're really seeing that she's recognizing that other people recognize her, her problems.
1: Yeah. It's because yeah, she's important. She, she is now going to be the queen. She is the queen. Uh, and, and, it's another thing, too, where she's sitting there at breakfast and everyone's staring at her and every move she makes, which I think is a bit of an adjustment for her. It's it's a bit much, especially when nothing is going on. Now, this episode branches in a lot of different directions. Which which way do we want to go?
0: Do we just want to cover the flash forwards as in one sort of foul swoop? Certainly. We can do that. Sure. So there's no air. Mm-hmm. Uh. Old Queen Charlotte is as grumpy as ever. Yep. Trying to get her many sons to produce a legitimate heir.
1: And, and now, last week, I said all her children looked white, but I feel like we got a better look at them the, the, this week, or, or just I more time with them. Let let me see. Like, okay, so so there is a, a mix of children in here. They're not just you know Netflix whitewashing everything here. Uh huh. Uh, which would be really strange. It was so strange, especially on a Shonda Rhimes show. But, yeah, they they, they have a good variety here, but they all have the same kind of character. They, they all seem kind of like... Uh,
0: Entitled. <laughs> yeah,
1: bachelors want to, for life. That's, they're very happy living that lifestyle. And so...
0: And Queen, Queen Charlotte claims 50 illegitimate kids between the group of them.
1: That is insane. I mean even then with with like 13 of them they're just going to work out there and not and caring. And there's females
0: too. It's not 13 sons, it's 13 total.
1: Yeah. So she's uh we, we we get that one scene of her talking to him and then she's get that she's going she brings in help cuz she needs advice on what to do here.
0: Yeah, a little stunt cast and a little throwback. Tie this universe together.
1: Yeah. And who shows up, Dave?
0: Is her it's, title Lady Lady Bridgerton? What would we call her? Yeah, uh, La- Lady, Lady Violet Ledger Bridgerton.
1: That's her full name. Uh, she is indeed Lady Bridgerton, and this helps to earn the the subtitle of a, a Bridgerton story. <laughs>
0: uh-huh. Uh
1: huh. Because the Queen has for a question of how did you you had two kids that got married within each of the past two years? How'd you do it?
0: She said luck.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's a bit of a hum and a hum and a like, I don't know what answer I can give that will make her happy <laughs> or we'll, uh-huh. we'll, we'll solve this for. Because, yes, as you said, she tells her, you know, that they just fell in love, these people.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: it just happened. And you can kind of look at Queen Charlotte's face and she's not too thrilled at that answer because it doesn't seem like her children are seeking love right now.
0: Yeah, well, she's not seeking love on their behalf. It seems like many of them may have found love in, you know, non-traditional bachelorettes or women, you know, whatever, suitors. And Lady Bridgerton makes all these sort of floral metaphors and similes about, you know, what the the best way to to have people meet and procreate and... Mm -hmm. We see old old Queen Charlotte is jaded. She's not here for, you know, she's suffered, if you will. Yeah. You know, she's been put through it for her whole life, and she says, look, just don't put your positive vibes on me and your tales of, of floral love. This is not what we do here.
1: It, it just seems like, you know, the way they keep flashing back, it's Queen Charlotte kind of remembering, like, oh, it wasn't so easy for her. to to find Uh love and and make her way into a happy relationship It, it, it just doesn't happen so it's like coming back to her like okay there's some work that has to be done here maybe for her kids before they can shack up and have a child
0: yeah and then she she reverts and I don't know if this is supposed to be some sort of indication that she does not want her children to have the same fate as her but she has her man Brimsley draft up a list of all the eligible bachelors in Europe Bachelorettes, Mm -hmm. women in Europe, the suitors, potential partners, which we get at the end of the episode.
1: Yeah, essentially they're just going to do yeah a version of the Bachelor, (laughs) uh, where they which is kind of
0: how she wound up in power. She was plucked off of a list for her her bloodline, which they Mm -hmm. keep saying over and over. It's royal bloodline, and she's you know maybe she hasn't been pro. Dipping into that pond, but here we are.
1: And I, I picked this up from uh, my trip to London, London the other week. I, I wasn't aware of this, but, you know, back then they would have artists paint portraits of prospective, you know, uh, significant others to be. So they'd share these portraits with the, the the crown, with the royalty, to say, like, here's your options. Who's the prettiest here? Hopefully huh. they, they match the image. And you could, you know, you could catfish them, because that did happen back then, like... This person looks a little bit uh, different from the photo I was given.
0: Yeah, Ozzie Whitworth walks in.
1: (laughs) That's entirely possible. So they're engaging in that. Uh, And I think the one other thing we could talk to before we talk about Queen Charlotte and then also uh, Danbury is that, well, I guess it kind of ties in. The the mother uh, of uh, George is under her own pressure. Because jumping yeah. back, back now, that's all that's in the future. This is in the, the past now. Uh, people keep asking, you know, this is an experiment. Do you think it's going to work out? That They they, uh-huh. they seem well-suited, but I don't know. Are, are they knocking boots? We don't know.
0: Yeah, and they're not spending time together. And it seems as though, so Princess Augusta, the queen mother, mm-hmm. seems to be, on the on the hook for what happens if they do not indeed get the ball rolling on this marriage, consummate it, mm-hmm. and
1: and she shares a, a wild anecdote that you know back in her day they had seven people watching as they consummated the marriage, <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's how they knew the child was theirs. now they're they're given privacy. Uh,
0: it's unheard of.
1: I mean. Thank God the change has happened. That, that's, that sounds horrific to think that there's seven of these older men or wh- what have you in power are watching you have to do the deed. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we've, we've come a long way, but the thing is you have to trust that they're going to get the deed done. And so there, there's no certainty, but she has an idea of how she can get some of the information on how they're doing.
0: Yeah, so she catches when that – Lady Danbury has been called over.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, before we get into be- her being called over, we see that Lord Danbury is getting in his his moods. Mm. And one of the reasons he's getting in his moods is because he can't get into the Gentleman's Club. He can't get into all these places even though he's a lord. Yeah.
1: And so, you know what? I, well, keep going. Keep going.
0: <laughs> okay. Lord Danbury can't mm-hmm. get in. His wife gets called upon by the Queen to come hang. And at first we see the sort of formalities, there's the harp player and the all the men with the wigs and brimsleys hanging around and then Queen Charlotte's like, All right, you gotta clear out. We gotta have girl talk. Mm-hmm. We we learned why all these children are talking about spilling the tea. This is where, you know, the Og, spilling of the tea is behind these doors, where yeah. Lady Danbury explains to Queen Charlotte all of these ins and outs of what it is to be married in a pseudo montage. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, wait, are you you're jumping around here? I'm I'm, I'm struggling to follow for a second here. She she are you we we're not talking yet about her getting called to visit Augusta right?
0: No, we're talking about her first meeting with. Right. Yes.
1: There's so many names on the show, but yeah, as you're saying, because the thing is, Queen Charlotte does make the point to Brimsley that she wants company. it Doesn't matter if it's her honeymoon. Can we just have one person over discreetly? And yeah, and
0: that's where Brimsley kind of goes into let's let's help her out mode. He's on he's on team yeah. Charlotte.
1: Yeah. And so, yeah, she, she does show up. And then, yeah, their are conversations of, of, you know, she's asking Charlotte, did you consummate? And Charlotte's like, not really. Well, let me explain to you, the ins and outs. And as you're saying, they have a montage of stick figures enacting sexual acts. Yep. Charcoal and, uh, and
0: paper. She goes, get the paper. We got yep. some, some porn to draw.
1: <laughs> and Queen Charlotte seems a little bit mystified, but she's learning. She's taking it in.
0: Yeah, she's like, I don't know if I want that.
1: And and, and the thing is, uh, D- Miss Danbury, Lady Danbury is like, I don't know if you do want that. Because again, we do see as it starts off with her, Lord Danbury is going to work on her, and she could not be any less interested. And she's complaining to her help that he's repeatedly taking advantage of her uh, throughout the day, uh, while he's being denied, you know, these other, you know, entry to these other occasions. And so that's the thing is. We see on some level she has some sympathies for Lord Danbury that, you know, he's getting rejected from these things that he should be accepted to. But it's hard to feel anything positive for this man who, even though he's married to her, doesn't seem to be consensually having intercourse with his wife. <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I think
0: that's a, a. But it also seems like Lady Danbury is just sort of like locked into how to turn her brain off which is again not a forget not saying it's okay Mm -mm. but compared to some of the other acts we've seen on these period dramas we've seen throughout the years it seems like a a power dynamic in a marriage that's just not good
1: well obviously yeah it's not good yeah and and they play it with, like, a certain lightness. You hear it in the music, the way, the way it's going, you know? Like, <laughs> uh-huh. it's like, oh, man, look at what's going on here. It's like, no, this is not good. This is not okay. Um, a little off for for, for me. Um, and, yeah, so I don't like this Lord Danbury man. He's not a good man. <laughs> and he's quite old. And they ha- they have him wearing that makeup, too. It's just like, oh, God. I, w- I wish better for, for her, for Agatha.
0: Yeah, well, uh, she's also like this... I don't know if we said it last week. This actress is like fantastic. She she oh, yeah. leaps off the Dynamite. screen, and yeah, she's she seems like. Well, she, last week we we find that the her coral, her servant, is is like knows to tip her off, but because yeah. of these sort of societal changes that her you know her husband now has, she's kind of lost. Like she doesn't mm-hmm. know when it's going to happen. She's not ready to prepare. And, yeah, like Lord Danbury does not seem to have any uh, uh, a good bedside manner as far as, and he doesn't seem to seduce his wife. He just sort of comes in, gets his way, hits yeah. the road, takes his teeth it, out.
1: And part of the flash forward is that we do know things work out for Lady Danbury. She has four children that have gone off. They're living their life. She doesn't have to worry about that, and she's doing just fine.
0: So it all well, ends she up has, okay. She already has children at this point, right? Right. Which she alludes to in the end of the episode. There's already more than one mm-hmm. child that she has produced from this old, old man. man.
1: But yeah, you you do start to see that the bond forming between her and Queen Charlotte. That you know they reinforce by showing her as her primary counsel in the later years. Mm-hmm. But yeah. More people want to have uh, time with uh, Lady uh, Agatha,
0: Lady Danbury. Lady Danbury. <laughs> uh,
1: so she's a uh, friend of the
0: princess. She gets summoned to the princesses.
1: Yeah. To which Lord Danbury husband, her, says, like, "Yeah, what's going on there? Why? Why is this happening?" He's a little perturbed. He's 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 almost concerned, but very curious as to why they they need her.
0: Yeah, he doesn't quite understand his place in this. Even though his wife is the a lady in waiting. Mhm. He he can't wrap his head around it.
1: I mean, I kind of get it cuz based on the stature that we hear from him, uh coming from Spain, I believe, you know, or not. Yeah, that they they are Leon, re- right? Yeah, they're of good reputation, but this but you know, he's not getting invited, why is she getting invited? So so a little bit of jealousy there, maybe.
0: Yeah, they're yeah, from West Africa. They actually are, technically, mm. according to what they're describing. Not all. Some of the black people actually come from black countries in this show. Not oh, Germany. really? Okay, like, so they're from That's West what they're saying. Okay. Yeah, because well, we find out later in the episode. So, mm-hmm. the Queen Mother calls her in and says, "I heard you were hanging out with my daughter-in-law. Spill the tea." Yeah. And yeah, she keeps they- calling her Agatha. Agatha, Agatha, Agatha. Uh-huh. And Lady Danbury's like, I got a title now. I think you need to put some respect on my name.
1: I mean, that that's one of my favorite moments of the episode where the way she keeps saying Agatha, and then you almost have to listen closely to hear it. She says Lady Danbury under her breath, and then she says, what's that? And she doesn't hesitate to speak up, and then she's like, my name is Lady Danbury. Learn it. Uh, especially if you're going to ask me to help out. And she gives... All her terms for, for what a, of what she she needs if she's to help report to uh, Augusta what's going on with Charlotte.
0: Yeah, and she even she even points out that where she's where her family is from, where her husband's father is from, they have more money than the crown. Like they're yeah. not there. She she rubs it in. She says, "I'm not here for your money. I got mm-hmm. money. I yeah. just can't have status." My my man is is bed me too much, right? So you you know you need to give me that place in the world so that I can be peaceful, and then maybe I'll help. Mm-hmm. And to that avail, I get a house.
1: They do. They, they immediately get a house. Uh, great great bartering there. You know, it's like I don't need money. I just need you know stuff from my reputation. Oh, well, here you go. Here's uh-huh. a house. All right.
0: <laughs> well. We see this great experiment as they're calling the relationship between George and, and Charlotte is is the real social currency here. Mm-hmm. That combining these two sort of you know of other generations not allowed marriage, that combining that is a big risk. And right, will... princess or rather yeah, Princess Augusta has a lot riding on the line if this doesn't work. So she's willing to give away a mansion. Yeah, to that's make what I'm gonna say. Work. That's a
1: gigantic house for what really isn't that much of information. All you need to know is whether they consummate their marriage or not. That's it. And I, I, I guess maybe she's, you keep an I eye. think
0: this is gonna be a bargaining chip that keeps coming up. And I'm very mm. genuinely curious about how this works out because, you know, it seems as though Lady Danbury and Queen Charlotte are not like hanging on each. You know, like best friends. There seems to be a little bit of a mutual there's mutual respect and admiration but it doesn't seem like they're like chilling every day from this flash it's very formal so i'm wondering how this all plays out
1: i do um still feel for lady danbury uh in that moment when they're at the the mansion because she kind of has to curtail it for for lord danbury that like oh yeah they respect you they want to show you know their appreciation of you here's your house and it's like ain't got nothing to do with him
0: well, isn't that, you know, I think we see that all the way up until the Gilded Age, which is yeah, the women are really pulling the strings, but the men are taking all the credit. But when you Pretty have much. someone as dynamic as Lady Danbury, you're like, go, go get it. Yeah. Uh, man.
1: So I think that covers everything that is not Lady Charlotte based, right?
0: Yeah, I believe so. There's really no other characters in this show, aside from uh, our boy Brimsley and Reynolds.
1: That's true. I mean, but they're kind of integral to, to the whole plot here. So That is true. Well, so we, we met Brimsley last episode, but we didn't really meet Reynolds, who is the hand of, of the king. He, he's his assistant. And throughout this episode George is not making any time to meet with Queen Charlotte she's just home alone and they start to concoct maybe a way to try and bridge the gap between the two and and one well, of their well, initial
0: before they do that the Queen Charlotte's like I'm going to see him we're going we're getting in the car let's go right and they go over to the castle and I believe it uh, was Reynolds is like oh he's over in the observatory mm-hmm. and as they go to the observatory Reynolds says to Brimsley Hey, you want to go warm up? It's cold outside. Yeah. and These two warm up pretty quick. It's hot and heavy. Very quick.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, Brimsley and... And uh,
0: And Reynolds, yeah.
1: Right. We realize, oh, they have a relationship. Okay. Never would have guessed, but who knew? Great. Good for them.
0: Wouldn't be Uh, a period of drama if there weren't some hidden gay guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Have fun. Have at it. And as you're saying, Charlotte meets George, and he's looking at the constellations with his telescope. And she tells him, "I thought you were at a brothel." (laughs) Yeah, and Dave, you thought he was at a brothel.
0: Yeah, it looks like a bachelor pad in there. We got food, drinks, a cot.
1: There's Cheetos lying on the ground. Yeah, Uh, a couple cans of Pringles. (laughs) A couple uh, tissues too. It's like, come come on, dude, get it together. Uh but Dave you you thought he was cheating last week. You thought George was up to something. I thought it
0: was the option was on the table.
1: Yeah. And it may still be. Who knows. Uh but uh you know, it seems like there's still odds. She she's saying you got to fight for me. Okay? You can't just leave me at home while you're out here looking at Venus and Mars and everything, man. Uh-huh. Uh and yeah she she's she's bored with him she, yeah she, she, like like in that moment she doesn't want to deal with him it's like forget this
0: uh huh and Brimsley on the way out the door suggests to Reynolds a gift a way to bridge the gap They we gotta bring these two together yeah and we have ourselves a dog we have finally done what Townton Abbey has done what the crown has done what Poldark dark is done. We got our dog. A family dog, a Pomeranian. Mhm, Pom Pom.
1: Yep. Which or a she Deformed calls, Bunny. Yeah, a deformed. She calls it a Deformed Bunny. It's what, she wants nothing to do with it. she's, no, she's she, so done with it.
0: This is not her This is not this is too little, too late. You have mm-hmm. to show up, man.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, and we do see in the flash forward that she does have a Pomeranian, so obviously she, she has must multiple come to that Pomeranians. <laughs> she had like yeah. six
0: by Old yeah. Grimsley.
1: I mean, d- does she factor in the, the dogs as part of the royalty? Because they're, they're popping off babies there, left and right. Oh yeah,
0: that, that, that would be now. That's a Shonda show I, I would watch. <laughs>
1: the dog queen. <laughs> how to have a how to have a dog baby, baby. Um, but. Someone does bring up the, the point, I, I think it's uh, Lady Agatha when she visits her, you know, if you don't consummate your marriage, you may be able to walk away from this. Just an FYI.
0: Yeah, but the, it, I think it's kind of a warning. Right. Queen Charlotte is like, oh, I can just go back to Germany. It's like, no, 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 no. Queens have been beheaded for not producing heirs. Like, right. You got to step step on the gas, young lady.
1: Mm-hmm. So let me show you these illustrations of sex. <laughs>
0: Give me the charcoal and the paper. Uh, I got some doodling to do.
1: And she's just showing her some bizarre stuff that's just like you know, just completely freaky. (laughs) It's not even the Mm -hmm. traditional stuff.
0: Yeah, she's my eighty-five-year-old husband is really creative. (laughs) He's
1: up to stuff. Um. So, yeah, I mean, what else happens? I think it's more that she's home again, Charlotte and. She wants to go off uh, to see the George again. Oh no 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 no! No, he That's comes to her. He comes to her at and the she Buckingham says, House. No no
0: no! She said, "Don't funk with my heart." Like, what are you doing here? You can't just show up and expect me to be happy to see you. I got this
1: dog here too. <laughs> yeah. Left me with a dog I don't even want. It's our honeymoon, and I, I, I'm miserable.
0: And that well, George says, "Look, let me give you." Let me give you the 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 T on as to why I can't hang out with you, why I'm mm-hmm. so busy with my work. And we see we go back to the observatory, which I assume is a bit of a carriage ride. It can't be that close. Yep. And then he says, uh, "There's this you know cosmic event that's going to happen that will help us measure the distance between the Earth and the Sun, and it's called the transit of Venus." And we see that. There's this moment there where Charlotte is like looking through the telescope and sees Venus, and she's kind of in awe. And we see that this mm. is kind of where they're connected. But yeah, because we
1: jo- do see her with a book earlier in the episode, like studying uh-huh. about the, the stars and the moon.
0: But George, it, it very quickly veers into un- Unreal, where George is like, oh, yeah, I'm waiting for this cosmic event to happen. And then the. the they start talking about consummating the marriage and it's like all right let's go back to the you coming back home with me
1: but let's spend a bit a minute on this it's like you mean to tell me and we'll get to the other reveal later in this episode but the excuse we're going with for now is he's a nerd that <laughs> this is why that they can't consummate the marriage because the dude's a nerd and and to really you know clarify for people out there cuz people may not be fully versed in what a nerd is, Dave, because we have a particular definition. You know, there's that show, Big Bang Theory, massively popular. You and I, we don't like that show. And, and no. it, it's not just the lack of comedy for us, because the comedy is not for us. It's their depiction of nerds. Because on that show, they have people who are fans of Star Trek, Star Wars, Marvel, DC. It doesn't matter what it is. They're a fan of all things. When all a things, true, yeah. a, tr- a true nerd is hyper-focused on like one or two things. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, there's like, nothing else. Like the king. Like the king. And it's like, you're telling me the king is a nerd who looks good? Get out of here.
0: Yeah, we <laughs> need Homer Simpson to <laughs> yell at him from the car. <laughs>
1: nerd. Like, are you telling me this king is doing pull-ups and stuff while looking at his telescope to get all jacked and everything? Yeah,
0: he's, he's jacked to the nines.
1: <laughs> like, what is he doing? Is he, like, lifting these telescopes as he's watching?
0: Like, I, I don't know, man. Well, he says that he is uh he does it because it makes him feel like it keeps him in perspective as the king. It makes him real. You just got just married, dummy. <laughs> it's said, like dust can wait.
1: Yeah. You just wonder like bring her into your world, man. Come on.
0: And if, we if we see this happening and it kind of feels natural, right? Yeah. They're like hitting it off and and flirting with each other and then they say, "Okay, let's go." Let's go back Break to the go back to the house. Mm-hmm. and then we see there's a sort of carriage where now we got to load up all the king's clothes onto the cart go over, moving in they gotta <laughs> s- split them up get them dressed get them ready and then Bridgerton goes full full bridgerton mm-hmm we get well it full does on
1: <laughs> it does a thing where it's like oh they're having a love scene will they actually show the nudity again and then sh- slowly but surely the buns are out cheeks yeah <laughs> Full, full cheeks. Uh, I was actually um, impressed with what they did here. And I don't know if this was a conscious decision. But, And Dave, I don't know if you clocked this, but when they showed <laughs> Ray J. Jean in the first season, the man was hairless down there, <laughs> which uh-huh. was just like, I don't know if they could achieve that back then if they had the technology, but I, uh, you know, some men are also ha- carry less cuts. hair. <laughs> yeah. But this king, this King George, he's got hair down there. He's got hairy legs. <laughs>
0: Just like our, just like Joe Biden says, <laughs> he's got hairy legs.
1: And I don't know, Dave. You can you can bleep me on this, dude. Dude's got hair on his taint too. <laughs> they, they showed the whole I thing. I didn't look at that. <laughs> I mean, they got the hair coming everywhere. <laughs> this is
0: this you is what George's doing up front. <laughs> so With no hair who, on his back or his chest though. So he's, no.
1: So he manscapes. Yeah, but uh,
0: not enough. Not fully. No.
1: <laughs> so kudos to Netflix for being brave enough to put that on, on screen for people.
0: Shonda's like, I require male body hair, but only a, below the waist.
1: It's a strange thing, too, where like his hair is shorter than what it would have been at the time, like on the top of his head. Uh-huh. But no, he's a man, <laughs> baby. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. And she's also uh, she's also only 17, as we find out yeah, early well, in the yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. That we didn't
1: touch on. Yeah. I mean, it's a fantasy. Different but, times, but I guess. It doesn't, I don't stop.
0: Know. it doesn't stop them. I'm sure in the real world it would have been younger than that at that point yeah. in history.
1: Yeah. Not, not the best time in history for that stuff. But uh, they're consummated. It's been done. The deed has been done.
0: The deed is done.
1: And she wakes up and the guy's not there next to her the next day in bed. hmm Come on, man. Hang, hang out a little bit.
0: Well, at least he's still in the house. As we That's find true.
1: Out. <laughs> yeah.
0: So she goes and she's telling Brimsley, "Oh, the king is gonna have breakfast with me." She's holding mm-hmm. pom pom. Yeah. She she seems to be smitten with herself. She feels herself. Oh no no! There's a guest. There's a guest here. So the king is is occupied, mm-hmm. and the guest is none other than Princess Augusta, the Queen Mother. Yeah. And there's a conversation going on behind ajar doors which is like you want to solve the problem of people hearing this stuff and we know for a fact that these secrets are moving around the the royalty and the staff close the door all the way Mm -hmm. latch it make sure it's closed before (laughs) you start talking about getting the king all riled up and yeah he just goes off of for like thirty seconds on his mom about how he's doing what he's supposed to be doing and leave him alone cut him some slack
1: yeah, like I've got the king and king you know blood embedded in my chest I'm not gonna I'm, i I know who I am thank you very much but it ends on a very dramatic note where you know August leaving the room and he's well, before, before that you know oh yeah
0: we, we skipped over the fact that Charlotte overhears this conversation about how oh yeah. He's just doing his job. Yeah. And she goes from being this happy queen to, all right, screw this guy. It seems to be a parallel of sorts to last week where now I see his true colors. He's just doing this because he has to. Mm -hmm. The selfish jerk. Yeah. I'm going to go eat alone.
1: Right. She's back to square one a little bit with how she feels Mm -hmm. about him. But what she doesn't see is he's got a bit of the shakes, it looks like. Of some uh-huh. sort. Dude is shaking. Getting a
0: little, getting a little Ted Lasso in here. He's having, a, he's having a panic attack.
1: Is that what you think it is?
0: Oh, yeah. I think it's, it's, you know, he's. at first he says, don't get the doctor. And then he says, get the doctor, you know. And we see this is eventually, as an old man, he goes mad. So it tracks that these are.
1: Oh, that's what we know from Bridgerton, right?
0: Mm-hmm. In the real world as well. But. Mm-hmm. This is uh, this is our Mad King, in his er- infancy.
1: <laughs> Maybe he just spent too much time staring at the stars.
0: Well, just I mean, in, in my head, this is he, this is a, a clear sense of uh, you know some sort of social, uh, social you know Asperger situation. This guy's obsessed. He's yeah. not great. You know, he he when he has hmm. something he can level That's with true. with people, he can level. When he finds out that. Uh, his future wife last week is kind of nerdy and and a rebel. He sees someone that he can agree with, and he talks to her a little bit. Yeah. And we start okay, talking about... Yeah, I think it tracks. We'll find out Do you out think he stares more. at the sun? That could be it, too. <laughs> <Right into laughs> he just the, can't stop staring uh, at the stars
1: it. and just keeps looking at the sun directly. It <laughs> just That would do it, though.
0: That would explain a lot.
1: <laughs> just dumbing him down. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, hopefully... That that connects a lot of dots there for me because yeah I was trying to figure out what's the deal there because the way he's like so emotional there in that last minute I I didn't even think it could be mental health related just because that's not something we usually tackle in, in this kind of well TV yeah show. yeah
0: and it it also does follow a pretty intense discussion with his mother about his role yeah and we see he's at peace alone looking at the stars so yeah I think that it could be it could be that I mean it could be something more physical we'll find out
1: yeah. But I think that more or less covers this week of Bridgerton, right? The week, yeah. Top and bottom of the episode. Was this a good episode of Bridgerton, Dave?
0: Yeah, sure. This, is, this was fun. I had a good time with it. It was all the, all the makings of a good Bridgerton.
1: <laughs> I, I like the scheming going on uh, with, the, with the help there. Um, and you can even see that there may be a bit of a, a, a rift between Brimsley and, uh, and Reynolds. Uh, yeah. just because the way they're disagreeing on how to help the situation. And definitely seems like it may be Reynolds suggestion that King George showed up to, to talk to Charlotte. Like, yeah, he because ma- they
0: do make a comment about like something you need. We need to make this happen. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll find out how he did it. Hopefully. So,
1: And that's the thing is Reynolds may have be maybe privy to more information about the King than anyone else. So he knows how to handle him and, and bring him into the right situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wonder, too, does uh, the King have something going on with Reynolds? Why not?
0: Hey, beats Pizza Brothel.
1: <laughs> yeah, wild times back then. But, yeah, solid, solid episode. Definitely repeats some themes in the, from the first week of bring them close, but not too close, keep them apart. You're, you're incrementally moving uh-huh. the story forward. Uh, but, yeah, just enough. Entertaining. And then next week we'll be at the ha- we'll be at the halfway point already. Wow. Who knows? This is Maybe, flying. <laughs> hopefully, by then, they'll have a potential suitor uh, in place for the older queen with her children because that story needs to move a little bit faster. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We don't need to be hitting rinse, repeat on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, true to form, we have power rankings for this week of people mm-hmm. who are going up and going down. So, Dave, who do you got going down at number three this week?
0: Well, we just talked about her. It's the old Queen Charlotte. Okay, she's having she's having a rough go. She can't find she can't find a man for or a woman for her children. She needs mm-hmm. an heir. They're not being easy to work with. No fun. What about yeah. you?
1: Well, number three going down. I got Princess Augusta. We okay. learned that her her whole first time with the king was in front of seven people. That's, that's that's rough. And now she's carrying around this weight of having to make sure that her children are are. Uh, her her son is is entangled with a woman even pressuring him in that last scene there and then she also has to give up a whole mansion to Lady Danbury to to get what she wants so a lot of work being put in by Princess Augusta this week and we'll see if it pays off sure
0: well I got her son at number two because Mm. you know he seems to be in his little world but we see them shaking the cage doors with Bringing his wife in, who we learn that he's doing this all for his mother. At the end, mm-hmm. uh, he—he's you know they seem to get along, but he seems to be taking baby steps, and she wants to dive into the deep end. And I think his reactions and all this are very showing that he's not in control, even though he does get it in. It doesn't mean much because he's having these panic attacks or these breakdowns of sorts that
1: same i got king George georgia number two this is a guy who can't get out of his way at all he's too caught up in the stars and in his anxieties to see that he's got a beautiful wife in front of him she he's accepts him from common he is.
0: with him just take the time take the time yeah. to learn
1: i mean maybe just look at some of the diagrams that lady agatha drew up and maybe that'll excite you a little bit brother just come on
0: uh-huh. exactly Get out of your
1: shell but he's a nerd also <laughs> so he's not that powerful yeah so who's number one going down Dave
0: well I got Princess Augusta because okay. everything you said this, this woman is she, she is not, not only not the queen but we find out that she's not even all the way abreast to what's going on with her son mm-hmm. and daughter in law we find out what you said about her marriage night not being very pleasant. Yeah. Uh, we find out that her job is on the line. If the lords descend upon her and she has not done the job, she's SOL. And mm-hmm. as we've seen in other shows, like The Crown, really the only other show that deals directly with royalty, there's a certain sense of, uh, of loss of a power without any sort of sign from the queen the, the queen mother you know the princess or whoever the the king's wife who loses all their power clearly this woman is used to having her say and is no longer in control so yeah if that's a recurring theme in this show she is the uh, waving the flag of it this week
1: well i have at number one young queen charlotte she may have consummated her marriage but she is yet again on the outside looking in with this guy she, okay. she she just can't win here, you know. She's alone. She's got this dog she doesn't want, uh, and she, yeah. She she hooked up with this guy, but he's still leaving her alone at the end of the day, and that's that's heartbreaking. I I hope young Queen Charlotte can get some some happiness sooner than later with this guy.
0: Uh huh. Well, who do you got going up
1: yeah. there? Okay, I got the stars in the galaxy at number three.
0: Huh. Well, that's the. It's that might be the w. broadest thing that we have ha- ever had in our power rankings.
1: I mean, galaxy. What is keeping this man away from his beautiful wife? Look at Venus. Look at Mars. Look at Jupiter. There's all these stars. Like, that's a big W. You never would have guessed. I never would have thought in a million years. This is why last week when he when she said stay here the night, he's like, no, <laughs> I gotta go look at the stars. Look,
0: well, the, and one thing that that cracked me up about this is like. He's like, this event might happen at any point. And he's like, no, no, no. Don't don't worry, we could go bang out real quick. But I got to get back to my telescope.
1: It it just made me laugh just thinking how hard he came at Charlotte last week when it was just because he just wanted to look at the night sky. You call me majesty. I like the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Get out of here, loser. (laughs) Nothing gets nervous, okay? Because we all got our own. Weird qualities too, so it's all—it's all good, it's all fair. Yeah, good.
0: yeah.
1: Dave, who's number three going up for you?
0: I got Brimsley. Okay. We learn this—we learn quickly that this guy is not just a total pushover. He's more than willing to help play the game of chess with mm-hmm. the queen. We find out that unlike unlike his Queen Charlotte and the and the King, this man is getting it in. He's having some fun, and he's also able to navigate the social scene to help Queen Charlotte advocate for herself and be and have fun and enjoy life a little bit more now she doesn't necessarily have the time of her life this week but he's definitely to blame for the good things that happened to her that's fair
1: well for those reasons I got Brimsley and Reynolds at number two
0: okay okay gave Reynolds the nod well tag team maybe for them
1: Oh man, they are absolutely a tag team. Uh, and on top of that, they're, they're buying Pomeranians. They're uh, getting people to hook up. Uh, they're doing the work. They're putting in the work to mm-hmm. make this relationship happen. So kudos to them. And they're getting their steps in. They absolutely are hitting those 10,000 oh, yeah. steps. <laughs> those 10,000 <000 laughs> steps.
0: Well, uh, not, maybe not so much in old age because Old Man Brimsley definitely put on some, some LBs over the years. For sure. But yeah, he, to be he understood.
1: He handed off the dog walking duties to someone else in later years, uh-huh. I'm sure. he has
0: too many of them.
1: Yeah. Can't do it all.
0: Well, number two going up. Despite how things end up for her, I think young Queen Charlotte has a great show on this week. She advocates for herself. She mm. puts herself out there. And perhaps it doesn't end well finding out that her husband is, is, is doing his duty. But she has a lot of power to have the courage to do the things that I think a lot of people in her situation including her pal Lady Danbury don't do she went up got in her man's face said what's going on I'm sick of eating alone I don't like this rabbit you gave me and then she gets it in doesn't end well but I think a lot of the episode is on the upswing for her that's fair
1: that's fair even though I have her number one going down Yeah, yeah I understand your points number one going up though uh, it's, a, it's Lady Danbury. It's,
0: it's no no brainer that Lady Danbury.
1: She got a whole mansion this episode just for exchange of information. That's a huge. But she w.
0: we don't even see her give the information. We don't even yeah. know she gives the information.
1: Uh, you know what she does is she hands off those drawings to, to Augusta. <laughs> what do you think?
0: I could have. I don't know. We don't see any. You know, I with these period dramas, I'm I'm of the firm belief that it's like an action movie where if a character dies off screen they're not dead mm. Well, where in this show if there's a piece of exposition that we're assu- supposed to assume happens off screen I'm assuming it didn't happen yeah but either way you can't deny this powerhouse week great performance she takes things by the reins and she winds up with a big house and a new friend
1: yeah so there you have it with that Good, good for Lady Danbury. I hope. She, I think she's almost the, the biggest winner of the show so far.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely.
1: She's coming from the top rope every week.
0: Let's see if she continues that next week.
1: Yeah. All right. So that's this week on on Bridgerton, and we'll be back next week covering episode three. Uh, Dave, have you been watching anything else?
0: I have been. I've been. Uh, I saw some movies this week. Oh yeah, Um, I I saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three yesterday. I thought it was fantastic, but
1: I want to see it. I want to see it. Since a lot of people have
0: not yet seen that movie, I'll say I watched something else. I had to do a little preparation for something coming out this weekend, so I rewatched, revisited F Nine, the Fast Saga. (laughs)
1: The, The naming conventions of the series really gets me the way it's just evolved over time and for n- non fans of the movies it goes the fast and the furious 2 fast 2 furious uh-huh. fast and, the furious, drift, the, fast and a- the furious Tokyo drift
0: the fast and the furious Tokyo drift
1: the fast and furious Tokyo drift yes yes <laughs> fast and furious they dropped the yeah <laughs> uh, they dropped the um the preposition and then they, they have fast 5 fast and furious 6 Which, when you watch the movie, says Furious 6 only. (laughs) Then there's Furious 7. Furious Seven, Then Fate of the Furious, which also has F8 on the the title Uh of the poster. Then F9, the Fast Saga. And now we are at Fast 6.
0: What? Fast FX? Oh, no, we're at
1: Fast FX. Oh, I've been looking at the title and (laughs) my brain is just... (laughs) I can't keep up with these naming conventions, man. That's what it is.
0: And then Fast and Furious Presents... The a Bridgerton story.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, the Hobbs and Shaw is the, the, the spinoff of the series. So this would be the... the
0: and Spy Racers on Netflix. we taking the, that
1: money. The Animated TV show. So this is the 11th movie that we're getting from uh-huh. the Fast and Furious series. So Dave, how, how was watching F9?
0: <laughs> on a rewatch, it was w- way better than I remember it being in the theater. Okay. Not great still, but it's one of those things where these movies are not... High art. In some ways, they are with their stunt action choreography, but I think we would both agree that F9 is definitely a low point as far as jumping the shark, but not paying off the shark being jumped. You know, Mm -hmm. we can destroy Rio in Fast Five, and it's absurd, but when it's done so expertly, it's a delight to watch. Or Jason Statham in Abu Dhabi, same thing. Yeah. This one. It's just a lot going on, and it doesn't always pay off, but the interpersonal relationships, which I think are why it's even worth talking about on this show, Mm -hmm. that span 20-plus years at this point, are why you're here. And F9 has really good core cast relationships and interactions, to me.
1: Yeah. The thing I'm curious about in this next one is that it's felt like with the past couple entries they've been hedging their bets like Mm -hmm. you can see where they move the story forward Fast and Furious Uh, Letty's gone Dom's in prison by the end of it Fast Five they earn their freedom by the end of it I'm sorry I'm spoiling the end of these movies but they're they're, they're, they're okay Furious Six is all about them getting back home (laughs) and and, Uh and that's where we get back to Seven is about sending Brian off and and just having a, a good life there but eight is like a a child coming into the picture. Sure. I guess, I guess that is something that's a a new revelation, but F nine really by the end of the movie, even with the introduction of a brother for Dom Toretto back in the picture, they're still more or less at the same spot they were at the beginning of the movie. And Uh that's where it starts to feel a little bit emptier is like how for, for much further are we actually taking the story realistically?
0: Well, we'll find out in a couple of days.
1: Yeah, man. We already got our tickets.
0: Well, what have you been watching, Corey?
1: Um, I did watch this British movie on Hulu that's only 80 minutes long, Uh, Rye Lane. It's uh, about this uh, black couple that meets uh, in one day, and they they fall for each other in a before sunrise type of situation where they just get to know each other over the course of the day and fall for each other. And it just has this incredible reference to Love Actually that I don't even want to spoil with one of its uh, key actors that listeners of this podcast will know we've talked about it at great lengths and uh it's a it's a nice short cameo nice sweet short movie and if you want something that's british distinctly british and lovely it's on hulu Rylane. highly recommend it
0: all right sounds good
1: yeah on that note we can uh give them the plugs we mm. have a patreon with bonus episodes we'll we'll have another one coming out sooner than later uh we also have our Lord's Grantham lounge where part of our Patreon, where we talk with the listeners, and keep an update on what's going on. Uh, you can also find all of our podcasts, anywhere you stream them. You can give us five star ratings and reviews. If so choose, that'd be so nice. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, emails at lordsgrantham@gmail.com at gmail.com. Anything you want to hit us up with. we love to hear from you. Uh, Indeed, we do. You can also look up our archive on our pod site and we thank you for listening. <laughs>